I see you. I know that you really want to stop binge eating. You want food to feel easier if you're here listening to this podcast. But if you feel like you've been putting that off, if you feel like you don't know what your next steps are, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. Hey friends, I know that procrastinating is something that is a pretty common thing. And as somebody who has done my fair share of procrastinating, I've also figured out how to outsmart it. Something many of my clients know, but I have not shared ever on the podcast, is that I have been diagnosed with ADHD within the last year. And for me, this was a mind-blowing moment of me putting together so many pieces and understanding myself so much more. So in true Krista fashion, I read about a zillion books about ADHD, and I started to try to understand myself and why I do the things that I do. What I've discovered is that in an ADHD-friendly world, coping strategies and things that are helpful for people who have ADHD are actually quite helpful for everyone. And as I've started to incorporate the things that I've learned into my coaching practice and the work I do with both my group and my one-on-one coaching clients, I've found that it helps a lot. So if you find that you procrastinate your healing, if you find yourself feeling overwhelmed and not actually putting the things that you learn into action, I think that there could be some benefits in you understanding how ADHD works and the tools that are helpful for those of us who struggle with ADHD. And by no means am I an expert in ADHD, but I do understand our brains. I do understand binge eating. And I have been able to see how me adding a few things into the way that I work with my clients has changed the results that they get. So that's what I'm going to share with you. The main thing that I started noticing was helping me was setting really small, specific goals. And this is advice that I had heard so many times. I had heard set small, specific goals. You probably heard me even talk about SMART goals. And setting small, specific goals are great. There's still a few obstacles that come up. And what I've noticed in even myself is procrastinating, actually writing them down, actually putting words to what I want to achieve. And I have started to do something in my coaching practice that has helped me too. So every week when I meet with my clients, we talk about specific goals that they can follow through with. And then they fill out a form that is then emailed to them and emailed to me that says what their specific goal is. There's some accountability there. There's check boxes to make sure that it's specific. And we try to set small goals that are going to help you take steps in the direction 
that you want ahead. Having the help there of breaking it down, simplifying it, having one focus is something that I know my brain resists. I'll meet with my coach and I'll have so many insights. My brain will be all over the place, all of these things that could help me. But sometimes I fail to pick one thing that I can focus on, something I can remind myself of throughout the week. So I've built in this way for the things to be written down and then emailed to me. But what can happen even then is we have the week go by and by the end of the week, there's not much progress towards that goal. That goal is kind of forgotten. There's a million other things that come to mind. There's other things that feel more pressing. So it's also important, especially if you're not working directly with me and don't have the accountability there where we have Voxer between sessions where we send each other messages, is that you have deadlines there. You have reminders built in throughout your day. You have visual things that you see. So a few examples of this and how I do this in my own life is I have a little notepad I keep right in front of my computer that has my goal for the week. I try to keep it simple, have it written down in front of me so that I remember it throughout the week. Every day I have something built into my routine that helps me remember my goal to consciously think about it. For me, that's my way of having a trigger that reminds me to think about my goal. So for some people, this looks like associating a goal that they're working with with a routine that they have in their day, like getting dressed in the morning or brushing their teeth, something that you already do and already have the habit of doing. When you build your goal into a routine, it's a lot easier to follow through with. The other thing that oftentimes is overlooked is our brains love dopamine, especially with ADHD. We love rewards. We love seeing things pay off. It's sometimes the simplest things. Like for me, throughout my day, I pull sticky notes off of my cork board in my office of the things that I'm doing that day. And as I see everything come down, I feel accomplished. I feel that little dopamine hit. A lot of times that's been me checking things off and I've tried to hone in on what really helps me feel accomplished. So you can do the same thing. You can figure out ways in your own life to get those little dopamine hits, feel the reward of the goals you're working on. And sometimes what people fail to do and what I've talked about on the podcast before is celebrating accomplishments, building in habits that are just fun, that include you celebrating yourself, recognizing your accomplishment, especially if you also have ADHD, having ways of doing that having ways of adding in those little ways to notice your accomplishments and celebrate your accomplishments is huge. It's a huge way that you can get out of procrastinating your healing and start to find ways that you're actually taking action every day towards having a better relationship with food. So I know not all of you listening to the podcast can relate to the specific battle that me and quite a few of my clients have faced with ADHD. But most people can benefit from these same things. And if you feel like procrastinating your healing, not feeling like you're taking action every day is something that gets in your way, I want you to know that there are so many things that can help you. And starting out with specific things is a great place to start. I mentioned it already a few weeks ago, but 
I recently created this guide called the Self-Trust Quick Start Guide. And the reason that I created this guide the way that I did is because it's three days long. You have very specific things that you're focusing on. And one of the goals that you're focusing on is just a fun goal. It's not really you working towards something specific. It's you practicing having something that you're doing that's just silly or fun, but that you're following through with. And oftentimes when I've procrastinated in my life, it's been because I associate the thing that I'm procrastinating with dread, with this feeling of, oh, it's a lot of work. What most of us fail to recognize sometimes is that This work of improving your life, feeling better about your relationship with food, does not need to feel dreadful. It can be so much fun. And maybe some of the work that needs to be done for you to not procrastinate your healing is beginning to do the work of noticing the ways that you make it dreadful in your own head. So that's just the final thought that I wanted to leave with you because I noticed that hold myself and a lot of my clients back. So if you felt like this really resonated with you and you're curious about working with me, of course, every episode I do mention the first steps to overcoming binge eating course, but I do also have one-on-one coaching spots available starting in 2022. So if you are interested in really doing the work of overcoming binge eating, I recommend that you check out the link in the show notes that talks about what is entailed with one-on-one coaching and what that can look like for you and how that can transform your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself. And it kind of goes along with today's episode of not procrastinating that work. So there's a couple of cool bonuses if you sign up for coaching in November because it's a fun time of year and why not add some bonuses? So I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you next Tuesday on the Binge Eating Coach podcast. I know you want to overcome binge eating and have an easier relationship with food, but it's easier said than done sometimes. And there's a lot of things that I know now that I wish I knew when I was going through this and I was trying to overcome binge eating. And so I created a course with all of the things that I wish I knew about motivation and obstacles that come up. If you want to learn more and sign up for this course, you can find it at kristacouchcoaching.com slash course. I look forward to seeing you there.